Welcome to episode 2 of your mom's favourite football podcast, the Only Fans Football Podcast. On today's podcast we discussed a Connor Salmon doppelganger, we chatted about the FAI Cup including a massive blunder from myself and Cran, the Olympics, the inaugural Hall of Fame segment and lastly the cult hero edition of Get It Out. And wherever you're listening make sure to enjoy, subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff and follow Only Fans on Spotify, YouTube and Instagram. Hit it Stevie. Oh, yeah. I spend these senses tell me this is gonna get fucking tasty, baby. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. There's a slice of cheese, we need to go to I have a dream. Honey, cut. Bartler. Eh. The fella in the green and white short. The guys up in the joy have asked to be put back in their cells. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop waffling, we might get some work done. He has the goo blood. He has the goo blood. Get out! Get out, man! You ain't got. We regain! Let me add a little bit of. Spice to that. You see fucking spice! My grandmother had wheels, she would have been a bike. I think I'm a special one. I'm the normal one. I never knew stuck with that good. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, we would like to welcome you to an experience that you will hopefully forget. Welcome, <laughs> everyone. To the OnlyFans football podcast with myself, Kieran, and Adam. You're Cran. Cran, sorry, Cran. Yeah, I know you don't want to, I'm only making things awkward. And today we're going to be talking about the Olympic football. We have a, a great edition of Get It Out. We have a, a, the first ever edition of the Hall of Fame, which is going to be an experience for us all. And a few lovely stories as well oh, that well. I have to share with you all. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to talk about the Olympics and we're going to talk about, a bit about the Irish football as well, Cram. Is that okay? Absolutely. No problem with that. <laughs> no problem at all. I do watch a lot of Irish football in my spare spare time. In your dreams. <laughs> a blowing. I'm not blowing. Hey. No. Because I watch I watch when I can. Okay. I, I work four years a week. <laughs> well, I have three kids to feed. I have three small children. <laughs> I hope you don't. To be fair, if you do, it'll be, su- be a surprise for us all. <laughs> Not that you know. How was your week, Adam? Um, it wasn't a bad week, no crime. Not gonna lie, been a bit boring. The heat's been great. You know what I mean? The heat's really good. It's prime drinking weather. Prime beer garden weather. Some might say. Are you feeling hot? 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 Feeling hot? Hot? No, I'm not. Well, no, I'm still warm now. Yeah, I mean, what, 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 what? How many degrees is it? about twenty three degrees? Twenty three. Yeah, it's still fucking. How is it sticky. still fucking warm? And it's humidity. It's like we're in Belo Horizonte or something. You know what I mean? Look, look at me with the bucket hat on. I know. Yeah. Is that? But, it's more like a Stetson. But yeah, I've had a good week. Watched a um, bit of Irish football. I went down. So when the heatwave four started, right? Yeah. Myself, Dave, and Cottle went down to Athlone in the car, and the Syrian heat was about twenty four degrees. And I swear to God. Athlone Stadium's lovely by the way. It's it's a nice like it's one stand but it's huge and um the Shells fans down one end, the Athlone fans down the other. But when we walked into the stadium, when we walked up the steps, it was like being in Italy. It was like being in another country. Great, really good. One three one in the end. 
So I was delighted. The FA Cup was the FA I Cup even was this weekend and we discussed that in a while but uh and so do shells have their own spinazola? Uh well he, no not really. <laughs> and how was that loan? How was it? Was it a nice place? It was lovely. Is it, yeah? It's uh, Westmead is the best mead, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and how was your week? My week. Very eventful. Okay. Well, first of all today I went down and I got myself three coffees for the boys here. Dave's Day, here beside us. He's, li- he's listening along. I don't know why he's, he wants to listen to this, but, but we're about to spoof out of us. But, um, yeah, I got three coffees for the boys and I brought them back. And the neighbour was outside as I was walking in. And he was like, Have you, are you going on a coffee run, are you? And I was like, yeah, I had to bring coffee back for the lads. Um, one of my mates is coming over to record a podcast. And at that point he was like... Oh yeah, what's it called? How, how's it going? And I was like, uh, I knocked on the door and I went in very quickly and I was like, OnlyFans, give it a listen. And then I walked in. Subscribe to our OnlyFans. I walked in and I didn't hear back from him again. I just walked You'll in. You'll never hear from him again. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> a very awkward conversation. I don't know what he thought that was going to go towards um, and he asked me to get him coffee. <laughs> and he asked me to come on the podcast. <laughs> I'll listen to the podcast if you get me uh, bacon brew coffee so yeah you got coffee for the lads yeah but before that I've been building up the story for Adam to tell him in the podcast all the week all week and I feel like it's gonna just flop completely it's either gonna be the best story ever or the worst story ever there's gonna be no in between but anyway I went to meet the lads last Sunday um, Adam, Dave, Newman, the rest. Actually, shout out to Newman before shout I forget. Newman. Shout out to Newman for bringing us out to IKEA that time. The podcast what? title of last week. Yeah. So for anyone listening who's not enjoying, you can send your emails to Sean Newman. No one <laughs> Newman, what a fella! Thanks for thanking us to IKEA. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we were in the lads' house, my brother's house. Adam, Dave was there, and we all watched the golf. We watched the Open final round, and I went off. To toners after I've been on the set for about four nights straight at that point, so I was at a twenty-first the day before or something, and I went great, you know. Or something. Oh. Say say that for the real only fans. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, it went great, and I went out to toners after I met with the lads. So I was gargled at this point, and I went in. I met Tom, one of the mates, a big football fan as well. Shout out to Tom, big listener. Yeah, big listener to podcasts as well. Spurs fan, and I showed him. (laughs) (laughs) What are you laughing at, Spurs? (laughs) (laughs) I showed him the intro to the podcast. This was the day before it was released. Mind, all right. So, show him the intro, and we went in, and we went to try and get into toners. Okay. Okay. Now I had never had a problem before getting into toners. Okay. Because I was there three three days prior. I was there twice in a week. A resident of Toners. Yeah, I'm a resident of Toners at this point. So I was like, ah, I love this spot now. I love the beer garden. Mm-hmm. So I brought Tom along into Toners. Next of all, this fucking wanker of a bouncer is at the door. Alright? And He wasn't nice, was he not? This is this is this this is the football reference in the whole story. Okay. He had a big round bald shaped head and he was a big tall lanky figure. The image of Connor Salmon. <laughs> Do you remember Connor Salmon? Yeah, feed the salmon, the salmon yeah. score. And I'd say he had the striker instincts of him as well. <laughs> Shite bag, honestly. Absolute prick. Couldn't finish his dinner. The fella, we go in and we're like, we need a table for two, please. <laughs> the, the place was empty. The place was empty. And he goes, sorry lads, 
over 22s tonight. Over oh, Sunday? Over Sunday. For fuck's sake. And I go to him, is over 22s even a thing? Did you just make that up <laughs> on the spot? I've never heard that before in my life. Over 22s. <laughs> what the fuck? I go to him and he goes, he just walks away. And I, I go to Tom. Uh, he was the image of Conor Salmon, wasn't he, Tom? <laughs> and Tom just cackled to himself because he was the fucking image of Conor Salmon. And who knows? It could have been Conor Salmon. I haven't heard of him playing football in a long time. Yeah. So it could very well be. So my preposition for this, or my proposal to name this episode, the Conor Salmon. The Conor Salmon. Oh, that, that, you know, that's and I think that's rational enough. You, know you have another name in mind. Well, um, my, like, I mean, yours is quite funny, so I don't want to bring the mood down. <laughs> but, like, I just got to name it. Well, I wanted us to name it after the... So, did you see the mist? There was Bayern were playing Ajax in a friendly on Saturday. I know you were out golfing, so yeah. just it's a rhetorical question. I know you didn't. In the game, it finished two all, right? And this 20-year-old, I think his name is, like, Joshua. Now, I'm going to butcher the name. He's Dutch. Zerke. Yeah. Z-I-R-K-E-E. Now, as far as I know, he's a good footballer. I haven't really watched him, so I don't know. But he threw on goal, gets around the keeper, and from about three yards out, he missed. Right? Now, it's, it's hilarious, it's funny, you know what I mean? It's friendly. But, like, so on Sunday, he blacked out his profile on Instagram and Twitter because he was getting so, so much abuse, like racism and stuff like that. So, that's why I wanted to call it, but I think Connor Sound's a better name. Yeah. And, like, I mean, God bless you, Joshua, you know what I mean? It's a tough weekend. So, anyway. Football at the minute is horrible with the likes of football Twitter. You know what I mean? It's disgraceful. Yeah, it's awful. Uh, th- th- we'll talk about that a bit later, maybe. Yeah, we will, but, yeah, definitely. Um, now, to wrap up the story, anyway, myself and Tom, we went and we sat outside O'Donoghue's. Fairly nice place. And the bouncer there, he goes, the ID lads, we're quite young lads, we don't look young in the face. So he's That's like, a oh, ID lads. And I was like, yeah, Grant. And then I go, oh, we were just down the road in Towners and we seen a fella, image of Connor Salmon at the door. <laughs> and the fella's like, Who? And I go, do you watch football, do you? And he goes, of course I do. And I go, image of Connor Salmon. And I said, <laughs> anyway, uh, he didn't know who Connor Salmon was. And I, so I go, um, follow the OnlyFans podcast. <laughs> and and you'll find out who Connor Salmon is. He definitely didn't follow the podcast. Yeah. Definitely no, didn't. He <laughs> <laughs> um, but look, we had a few points and that was it. That was Happy the day. Days. Yeah. That was your weekend. Yeah, beautiful. So it was actually, you know what? It was a good story. Thanks very I much. I appreciate that. Anyway. The suspense was killing me now, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be someone I thought it was gonna be someone like like when we were talking about it and you're like, Oh it's about football and that and I was like, Oh fuck, what could this be? It could literally be anything. And Connor Salmon was not what I expected. So props, good so story. So are you pleasantly surprised? I'm pleasantly surprised. It was a good story. <laughs> so what you want to talk about? We talk about we start with the Irish football, will we? Yeah. Go to, the, we'll go we'll go domestic. Because Ireland aren't at the Olympics for football. So the Irish football this weekend I know you were, I know I watched it and I had a terrible time watching it because Shells lost to UCD. We're out of the cup. Don't look don't look too unhappy. And um, Shells are boss in the league as well, so Yeah, we're them. eleven points clear at the minute, but with it being Shells anything could happen. <laughs> yeah. So when we went up we went up in twenty eleven or twenty twelve, uh, twenty eleven and we won the FA Cup. Just the little uh, editors now after listening to the edit with Cran, Shells did win the cup that year. We actually lost on penalties. And I feel like a fucking fraud. We're laughing here, but I'm actually fuming I got that wrong. <laughs> because it was actually one of the worst days of my life as well. I don't know why I remember it so fondly. Like, we literally lost on penalties to Sligo after going one and look, Philly Hughes, shout out Philly Hughes. And shout out uh, the Olympian who's in the swimming final who's from Sligo. Yeah. <laughs> 
It all ties in. What's her name again? Mona McSherry. Mona McSherry. God bless you. I hope she wins tomorrow. Yeah. This being recorded on Monday the 26th. I feel like such a fraud now. I feel like, I feel like toy from, I, I, I'm gone now. You keep all this and this is great, but I feel like such a fraud. Apologies. I, I like, I love shows and you know what I mean? I actually feel bad now. FAI Cup, sorry, excuse me. Yeah. The same season as we got promoted. So like a lot of fans were like, come on, put the strongest team out, push the boat out. We did, we didn't really, there's a few changes, whatever, and we don't shit, we got, got knocked out. So that was, that was, that was one of the first results. A cracking result in Athlone, right? So wait to hear this, finished four all. Okay, All between right. Athlone and Waterford, right? And I don't know whether you remember this football. He played for Wolves in the Premier League, circa twenty twelve. Greg Halford, big, tall centre half, about six foot five. No, I don't. So in anyways, he signed for Waterford, and he scored. He signed for Waterford at like six o'clock. Played the game, scored. Like the game was a mad game. Finished four all, and uh, Athlone lost on penalties in the end. So then. The other results, like Bowles went through, Rovers went through. Bowles won 5 0 against Corinthians. Corinthians. <laughs> I didn't know Bowles played in Brazil. <laughs> um, a college team, but yeah. they went through nonetheless. So I'd actually, I'd actually fancy Bowles to do it this year because they haven't. They're going well. Anything in a long time. So. Going very well. Um, the bald bomber, Georgie Crowner. Georgie Kelly as well. Or Georgie Kelly, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you have to leave that in. You have to leave that in. Um, and then we have like those. I look like such a fucking classic <laughs> now. But I know. I know who he is. Don't worry. For the people that are slaying uh, me. Hotsby Brace six 0 and it shows the the actual like divisions between the fourth division and the Premier Division. I think Pat's winning six 0 is mad, and Pat's have been good this season. To be fair, Bray have been awful. Best thing about Bray is the curry chips. I'm not even. I swear to God. And Katie Taylor. And Katie Taylor as well. They have Katie Taylor. Um, what else? What are the results? Minute won four 0 against Malahide. Right. So two two places who you know you wouldn't assume have teams, but they're not professional, obviously. And then sure, I go to Malahide for a bag of chips the other time. You go to Malahide for a point as well. It's a nice spot. Yeah, it's lovely. And then so the the shock of the shock of the whole round was it came in the last game yesterday. Sligo lost three two to Cork at home. Cork being second bottom in the league, and I think it's gas. Cork are really falling apart. It's lovely, it's beautiful. And um, if anyone from Cork is listening, I hope you're having a dreadful time. And uh, yeah, so that was the FAI Cup, anyways. Like the likes of Rovers, Pats, Dundalk, Bows, they all went through. And what about yeah, Pats are top with I think Rovers I think, I think, at the moment. Yeah, Pats are having a great season. I, I, th- I have a mate who's a Pats fan, and he says they run themselves into the ground. So yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Pats win something. I, I think Pats yeah. could, could could do it, but I don't think I was. Uh, it depends on their consistency at the end of the season. Mm. If they're good, consistent enough, I think they will. Well, I'm, I'm gonna have a go, I'm gonna go on record now, right? Yeah, I'm gonna say. You don't think Shells have a chance? Well, Shells are knocked out, me. They we lost two 0 to UCD. Oh, yeah, UCD. Yeah, you yeah. said that. Sorry. So, <laughs> um, so I do. I do think. I do think Bowes. I think Bowes and Rovers. I think a Bowes and Rovers final be. Would be good for the league. It'd yeah. Be good for be good for advertising and stuff. Um, Bowes probably wouldn't win, but I I can envision that being the final. Right. And actually, the biggest result of the weekend. I'd probably go for any dirty Michael fans. Cleicester won one nil. Cleicester through to the next round. Oh. Dirty Michael. He's like the Wellstone Raider of Cleicester. <laughs> You wouldn't give us a lift right. to Leicester. I've changed my my opinion. <laughs> Leicester are going all the way. Don't you know? Pump it up. 
We're gonna win the cup. Class are gonna win it now. For Dorothy Michael. And Dorothy Michael. I, read. I wonder how he's getting on it now. I wonder if he's still Dorothy. Are the Monaghan still in it? No, Monaghan are bust. The Monaghan. The Monaghan. The Monaghan. The Monaghan. Shout out to Senator McCaig. Yeah. The only native from Monaghan we know. The Olympics, everyone. The holy grail of sports. At least if you're not on drugs. Um, but a lot of them are on drugs, aren't they? A lot of them are. A lot of them are. But it's great. It's a great fucking watch. I've been watching it for the last few days now. It's, we're about three or four days in. I watched the opening ceremony on Friday. And I was fucking baffled when I seen the Uganda team walk out of with the flag. And there was an, <laughs> they were doing a native dance. And you wouldn't fucking believe this. I'm not joking. A fair Irish girl was going for Uganda. I am She was doing the, na- the tribal dances, and e- people are reaping the rewards of multiculturalism here. And yeah. we are as well, because we have lots of people going for Ireland that are from other countries or have backgrounds yeah, from other yeah. countries. Well, I think Solu won the badminton morning. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't your Nat- man? Nat was his name, I think. Nguyen. N- uh, uh, oh, Nguyen. Yeah, Nguyen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, she was full on doing this dance, and she was from. She was born in Uganda, but okay. she has an Irish background, and she had a big Irish name. Oh. But she was just in amongst it, and it, it was great to you see. You to see, no, yeah. Say, yeah. It's class to see. And um, look, I've been watching it for the last few days, and I have to say the highlight of the week. Um, before we get into the football, the highlight of my week watching the Olympics has been the Irish basketball commentator and RTE. He's a fucking gas cunt. <laughs> I fucking love him. Uh, I was watching the USA versus France. USA. There. I was watching USA versus France there the other night, and every time a dunk went in, he was just like, "From downtown," <laughs> <laughs> and he had this big cork. Oh my god, he's on an alley-oop. <laughs> he had he had this big cork accent on him, and he was from. He just goes boom shakalaka, <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> Oh, I was in fucking stitches watching it but oh, France fucking God. beat the USA it was fucking gas they beat them they beat the USA no in the basketball yeah the Jesus Christ the yeah. USA yeah they lost oh. the two uh, sorry for cutting in they lost the two uh, games to start off qualifying mental just warm up sorry yeah, she kept Megan Rapinoe in shouldn't they <laughs> <laughs> to play basketball. To play basketball. <laughs> she, she thinks she's better than. They should get the fucking core commentator in to give them a bit of information. <laughs> a that, bit of motivation. He's a fucking legend. From downtown. Fair play to him. <laughs> RTE, one of the highlights of RTE, and there's not many, is that yeah. commentator. Yeah, yeah, very true. Um, but anyway. <laughs> look, the football, I don't know what your thoughts are on it. Well, personally, I couldn't give a bollocks, and I'm sure many people. Don't I, really I couldn't give, give a bollocks. Yeah. Yes, but it is a thing, the Olympics under 23 football, yeah. and yeah, I haven't been keeping up to date with it at all. Well, I mean, we, we talked about this last week, didn't we? And for people who are listening, if you see the Instagram post, maybe tomorrow, there will be, you still have the Olympic graphic, don't you, Don? I do, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll whack that up as well, and you can see. I'm going to make a few actually, changes to it, actually. That's okay. It's a bit, it's well, no one's seen it yet, yeah. so it's only us. It's our little secret. So... We were like, oh, we'll do an episode on the Olympics because, you know, like, there's good players gone there. Like, the Spain team is more or less nearly the Spain team that played the Euros. It's mental, like. 
You know what I mean? Like Pedri's playing. The poor fucking bloke, Pedri. He's like yeah. a fucking. He's a labourer <laughs> he's for a Spain. He's a mule, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Well, see how do you see how many games he played this season? Sixty-eight. Sixty-eighth game yesterday. And he hasn't had a holiday. He's just like fuck it, lads. I'm no, playing for Spain. None of us have had a holiday. <laughs> yeah, none of us have had a holiday. Um, but yeah, so I, I found it very difficult to access the football. Has been on anywhere? I, think I actually had to. Yes, okay. this morning I was like broke the code. Eurosport mm-hmm. have a red button feature if you have Sky. Oh, I don't have Sky. Well, you can go into the football that way. Okay. So you can watch it that way. So oh, if you lovely. do have Eurosport and you're listening, you can watch the football on the red button on, on Eurosport. And if you do have Eurosport and you don't have Sky, uh, just watch on live score or something. I don't know. Yeah. Keep up with it somehow. I'm sure the final will be on. Like... Or watch it on the teletext. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be... I'm sure the final... Like oh, I said to you the other day that I think the final will be... Spain and Brazil. I think. I mean, yeah. Knock, knock. Obviously, who's there? But like, Germany are shy. They're, yeah. they're conceding so many goals. Germany are bad. Like, there's a few teams in it that are really bad. Like and France are shy as well. France are awful. Gignac with a hat trick though against South Africa. South Africa. Yeah, South Africa. Three goals and insist he got. That that's what you call a clutch player for an over. However, he's about thirty five. Yeah. So he's, that, he's that, like that a. He's a pound chop to Rue yeah. or something. Like they bring him in. Oh, he absolutely is. Yeah. Do you remember when he first came into the setup for France? It was when they went on really handballed <clears throat> against Ireland. Mm. And he in the game in Crow Park, I'm really sure he scored as well. And like people were like, because this is after like Zidane, whoosh, headboard Mat- Matarazzi, whatever his name is. And people were like, Geniac, P- Andre Pierre Geniac is going to be the next Zinedine Zidane. So he spent about three seasons at Marseille and then he moved to Mexico and has been saying since. <laughs> He's with the cartel. What the fuck, like, you know what I mean? Now he has records and all, he has great records for France, but, uh, or for uh, Tigre in Mexico. But yeah. I don't know. I'd say he's enjoying himself over there anyway. There's oh, lots absolutely. of lo- lots of stuff on offer over there Come that we, we, we don't have access Too to. Too much stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Mexican supplements, he's going to be looking like. Do you remember a man who fought Anthony Joshua? Big bear belly on. What was his name? Ruiz. Yeah. Have you seen him recently? No. He's looking. He's in some shape. Really? Yeah. He either he got he either he got jobs done on the stomach or he's been on like Mexican supplements. That's what the world championship does to you. Yeah. Or world championship went to the top. It was the like belt. it was like when Homer Simpson fought. Was it Mike Tyson the Simpsons? Remember that? And then Homer Simpson got dragged out. Except it was like Rose reverse and Anthony Joshua got dragged out. Oh Jesus. Well, yeah, any other thoughts on the Olympics? Olympics, so far, I'm loving it. Uh, hopefully the Irish athletes do a job anyway and get a few gold medals. Any hopes? Um, who, who do you think will do well? I reckon the two rowers, and you know her as well, Kelly Harrington. Yeah, she's, you said she's it. local, yeah. yeah, yeah. She has a chance. I hope she doesn't know. She's she's great. She's a great fighter. And Outside Befra medal, maybe the badminton fella. Oh, no, nah, nah. Yeah. Not in Gwine, yeah, I, yeah. I was watching him this morning. He's, he's real. whopper. Yeah, he's I've seen so hopefully someone gets the job done anyway yeah. and get a medal. Like we were talking about Kelly, who was local, another another local lad, Emma. He unfortunately lost yesterday, but he has a great story, you know, he paid his own way over and stuff and credit union loans and all this and he's you know, he's he's a grafter, he's working part time and you know just as luck, you know what I mean, he comes up against the number one seed in his weight division and he just got beaten. You know what I mean? He just got he got you know what I mean? He I think I I don't know whether you were watching I know you're out golf and I was looking at it. And the first round, your man, was, was Becky was really dominant. And then Emma kind of came into it in the second round, the third round. But 
just wasn't enough and you know fair play to him for getting over he'll, he'll always have the Olympian tag whether yeah. he lost or didn't you know what I mean so that's the same for everyone as well absolutely and look at us and look at them I know we said that we said that a lot last week didn't we? <laughs> we say it a lot yeah, all the yeah. time but it's we're, true. we're still there doing a podcast we're literally talking about Olympians and no fair big big up to Emma, uh, Brennan he done really well and unlucky maybe maybe next time I think I think he will go again I'd say yeah. and if there was a point the Olympics will get involved yeah, <laughs> absolutely. This is the inaugural uh, Hall of Fame induction. So what we're gonna do here is we're both gonna pick something. It could be completely anything, like you know what I mean. It could be anything at all, and we're gonna put it pit it against each other, put it to the only fans, fans, <laughs> and they, they'll guess who's in. And what what Cran's gonna do? Because Cran's a little genius with the computer and stuff. He's gonna make like a wall. And like we're gonna put these Hall of Fame things on it, so whoever wins. Is this a physical fun. wall or no fake wall? Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Good, because I don't need this room in here. No, I don't think so. So, uh, do you want to indu- you do you want to pick your induction first? Inductee, should I say? What what have you got for the Hall of Fame this week, ladies and gentlemen? My Hall of Fame inductee is Connor Salmon, the bouncer. <laughs> I can't beat that. There's no way I can beat that. <laughs> Connor Salmon the bouncer. I think, do you know what? I think even if he doesn't win, we just put him in it. I mean, fuck that. He's yeah. an absolute geezer. You know what I mean? Absolute legend, you know. Uh, yeah, you're the image of Connor Salmon. No, I'm not. <laughs> Could you imagine saying that to him? Do you know that fella down there? He's the image of Connor Salmon. It's such a, you know, Mary Connor, if you're listening, you're more than welcome on the podcast. This is only a bit of banter, but. Uh, but uh, no. He was alright in his day, to be fair. For a weekend, he was alright. He was a good home player. <sighs> I don't know about that, Bill. Um, but yeah, so you're going with Connor Salmon, the bouncer. Yeah. So what we're going to have to do now is we're going to have to get a picture of a bouncer and edit Connor Salmon onto it. <laughs> so people know <laughs> who's who. Um, I, I, I had a few things. So I was going to say, like, Dave's new album. Pretty fucking good, wasn't it? Oh, it's Your class, music, yeah. Mogul, you know what I mean? So yeah. you're good at this shit. Really, really good album. Beautiful storyteller is Dave. And yeah, very wise for his age. He's a magician, isn't he? Would love to have him on the podcast telling us a few is, stories. I was going to induct him, but I'm going to have to go with... We were talking about the FAA Cup earlier. Yeah. And the magic of the cup is alive and well. <laughs> so, Atlone... Remember we were talking about Atlone and Warford? 4 all. Great game. Extra time. Atlone lost on Heldies. But they were losing the game. They were losing the game 2-0. I think it was... I think at one stage it was... They were winning 3-2. And then Halford scored to make it 3-all. And then they were losing 4-3 in extra time. The last minute of extra time. Former Shelbourne player, Glenn McCauley, who literally went to Athlone, on, got like, was announced as a player of Athlone on Friday. Started the game, I think he came on. Scored two penalties. And did you see his goal? The last minute yeah, goal the, from the halfway uh, line. So that was that's my induction. My inductee this week is Glenn McCauley's goal against Warford. Work of work of art, like, and who won that game in the end? The four all. War, Warford won. Warford won. Four two penalties. I think they won. A fucking goal from half an hour in the last minute. Yeah. Where would you get it? Fair fucking play to him. Yeah. And it's the best thing he's ever so done. So there are the two inductees, ladies and gentlemen: <laughs> Connor Salmon, the bouncer against Glenn McCauley's goal versus Warford. So there you go. In a the game they lost. I think it's. I think it's kind of funny they lost as well though. Yeah. <laughs> Cast your votes on the Instagram page. Coming soon. We put up a question box on Instagram of what people want to see and get it out this week. And there was one winner. 
there was a few good ones out to be fair, wasn't there? There like, was. There was there was one of them. I can't I actually can't remember who it was, I'm not gonna lie. But it was like a team of over thirty two year olds. And it was yeah. a, it was a great idea and we will keep that for another one. No, I think Dave said top five African players, which is just completely bizarre. <laughs> when the river runs dry, we'll use these. Absolutely, yeah. but we'll we'll put it up every week, and you know, don't don't be phased. Like it will be used at some stage. Yeah. Or or if you put one in, we will use. We're not going to neglect people. Is what I'm trying to say. Mm. But this week we have Colteros. Colteros, and this was suggested by uh, Connell of the Barstairs Podcast from Dundalk. We'll probably do a crossover with some stage. Yeah. Good little podcast. Get onto on YouTube, Spotify. I think they're on Apple as well. We'll have to sort that out. But we will eventually. But yeah, he said cult heroes. So I didn't want I, I didn't want to like say top ten cult heroes because no more than you want to be here all day. Neither do I. <laughs> so we went with top five. Well, we're gonna lead with you, Cran. You have your cult heroes right now. Do you want to start at number five? Yes. Go for it. And this is a man who I thought was shy coming on the pitch against France in the Euros final in twenty sixteen. I, I, I didn't think when Ronaldo came off I thought that's Portugal done they're, they're not going to win now Ronaldo's off but look who came out and shone like a diamond Adair yeah, big big fella big. Uh, frame of Baffetimi Gomez don't remember if you remember him <laughs> yeah, well, yeah he's another culture yeah. Yeah. frame of him huge fella and he scored an absolute screamer Holy. to win the Euros yeah. and I just thought that's deserved of my fifth spot in this cult heroes list I think it's a great show yeah. fair. I think he was uh, when he came on no one expected him to score no not at all. <laughs> I just no bother to him in, yeah. in France's home tour as well you can't forget that you know but yeah great show number, so number five you have yeah. Adair he moved to Swansea as well I think didn't he I think he, he got really Swansea yeah. and, but he didn't do anything there because he's just a mediocre footballer <laughs> Well, cult hero status nonetheless yeah, for that car alone. So uh, my number five pick was um, Jesus Navas. Jesus Navas. Yeah. Do you ever see his, his list of of like accomplishments? He yeah. has three UEFA Cups slash Europa Leagues. He has a World Cup. He has a European Championship. He, last season in the in the La Liga, he was playing from right back for Sevilla for Sevilla, and he had the most crosses into a box. All season, yeah. I think all these stats are great. Um, so that that he'd be my number five. I thought he was a great player. Not a bad show, to be fair. Yeah. Um. I I just thought yeah, Hayes Navas. He was always understated at City as well. Yeah, so absolutely. He is a good show. Yeah, a tour of his appearances at City came from the bench, which says a lot for someone like him. And he only won. He only won the one league. He yeah. only won the one Premier League. Mancini. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Pellegrini as well. He only got the one league, but I mean. One league expert than most. He has more, he has more league titles than Stephen Jarrett. There we go. So what's your You're number putting four? yourself in the mode there. Why is that? <laughs> Why didn't I say that? I, I, I teed it up, Fanny. You didn't. You didn't hear it. No, oh, too nice. Charlie Adam is my fourth pick for a cult <laughs> hero. I just love his barrelat figure. Yeah. Just run around the pitch, and as he got older, he got even bigger. And I thought. <laughs> I just I admired the way I just oh, I admired the way he played football though he'd yeah. go out and he he at the weekend he'd eat three puka pies <laughs> he'd have shout out Wayne Shaw <laughs> of United he'd have three puka pies before going out to play and then he'd go into midfield and he'd score from the halfway line against Chelsea that goal against Chelsea that was a sensational goal 
And I remember watching it just thinking, what can you do? It's Charlie Adam. Yeah. That's, I just... That, you see, we're talking about left foot players. There's something so great so the, like Messi's best player ever. Left foot. Just unbelievable to watch. Now, I'm not comparing Charlie Adam to Lionel Messi in the slightest. <laughs> it sounds like yeah. <laughs> Um, and you had um, what's his name Charlie Adam yeah did you ever see his corner against Burnley and he just falls over the ball <laughs> I think it's enough I think his goal against Chelsea is enough for cult hero status he was just a great he was actually a great footballer in his day no he was for he, Stoke he was, he was a, or, I think, or Blackpool then yeah Blackpool too. and then when he went to Liverpool he deteriorated a bit I think do you know what it was with the move to Liverpool I just think it was too big of a move I don't think you, I, don't, I think he was a great player a great little player but I think the step up was just too much and you just yeah. couldn't perform to a level, you know? But anyway, you're a fourth. Who do you have? I'm going to have to get it now. Hold on. Oh, yeah. So I have... Oh, jeez. I don't know Butcher's name. Hold on a second. It's like he, Japanese legend Hitoshi Nakata. What do you think about that one? I bet you didn't expect that. Now, I hadn't heard this fella before. So I don't think most of the listeners would have heard this fella. So I think you should give a bit of backstory on him. So basically, he's uh, he's... A claim to be one of the best Japanese players, like best Asian players ever. So he he moved to Italy. Did you ever see the Parma kit, the really famous Parma kit with um, what champion sponsor and uh, the Carmela? Like it's a great kit. So and he had the blonde hair. That's him, and he's a great player. And he hates Juventus. <laughs> he despises them because he scored in a two-all draw. I might put the goal up on social actually as well. It's a good goal. Yeah. Um, he scored in a two-all draw against Juventus, and Roma then went on to win the league by two points. Um, he got a goal against Juventus again in a two-legged cup tie for Parma, and they won the cup. So he, he has, he, like, he's he has kind of he is really famous in Italy. And anyways, yeah. Um, he ended his career at Bolton, right? And guess what age he retired at? Forty-two. Twenty-nine. Oh. And do you know why? <laughs> the reason he stayed for retiring, just fell out of love with the game. <laughs> he just stopped loving the game, and that happens when you play with Sam Allardyce and Bolton. <laughs> Well, he's a hell of a player. Hell of a player. Yeah. Um, you should really, if anyone's listening, look into him because he's great. Sam Allardyce just drained every ounce he had <laughs> of love. That's depressing. Oh, God. Yeah, so that's more number four. Anyway, so uh, do you want to take away your number three? My number three, another Asian player. And that is Jisong Park. Oh, we better get some fucking listeners in Asia this week. Yeah. I'm telling you now, that, he's a great player. Man United, I would I would go as far as say Man United legend. Yeah, definitely. In his time, there's a few shouts from as well from other people. Yeah. Just, just to let you know. Yeah, absolute workhorse of a player, mm-hmm. just putting in a shift every game he played in, mm-hmm. and he was an absolutely great player. I think you, you you wouldn't see him for ten games, and then Sir Alex would just bring him off the bench, mm-hmm. or he'd bring him from the bench one of the games to play the whole game, mm-hmm. and he put in an absolute shift. Definitely. He'd be like a Japanese soldier in 1945. Just absolutely <laughs> relentless, relentless player. <laughs> a, Japanese, a Japanese soldier. Oh, for fuck's Never sake! Never given up. That's what they were like. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what they were like, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, you crack me up, man. But yeah, it was a great show. Yeah, and I think the term cult hero defines him. And even a legend, I'd go as far as say he's a legend. But yeah, great show. Yeah. What do you want to say? No, I was just gonna say he like he single handedly. I think myself, he's the reason I won the Champions League in a way. Yeah. 
was it 08 or 09 or the, the, the Moscow one uh, yeah because hmm. he stopped Barca playing in Old Trafford and they got the win but that's just me Skulls eh Skulls got the goal there didn't he mm. Paul Skulls Paul Skulls right number 3 Adam Maxi Maxi Rodriguez runs down the way for my number 3 is Max Rodriguez yeah, I remember what a player! What I remember player, Maxi towards the end of his career. Yeah, but he was before, a bit before my time, I'd say. He was a great player, right? I, again, I keep saying these goals for people to look up, but like his goal, if you're looking up any goal, his goal against Mexico, 2006 World Cup, chef's kiss, unbelievable, unbelievable. I swear to God, came to Liverpool and he got about three hat tricks and about like. Fucking six games, some unbelievable Fulham Birmingham. Great player for Liverpool. Really, really enjoyed him. And uh, yeah, so he's my number three, Coltero. I would genuinely have a statue of Max Rodriguez. Too. That's how much I love him. And he still loves Liverpool to this day as well. Really? Yeah, he's a geezer now. I have to say, I really, really have a lot of time for Max Rodriguez. Captain Valesco Madrid for and a long time as well. So who, who did he play for? Argentina, wasn't it? Argentina. Yeah. I remember him from Argentina and yeah. World Cups and stuff. But I, w- I wouldn't really remember him that well, to be mm. honest. But I remember he was a good little player. Very good. Good in the ball. Very good player, yeah, yeah. Um, Your number two? My number two. John Obi. John Obi Mikel. <laughs> Mikel's a baller, man. Mikel, my opinion, he wouldn't play too often, but when he did play, he'd have a job on the pitch and he'd stick to his task. Yeah. He would not give an inch to his opponent. He had that winning mentality ingrained in him that that Chelsea team had. From the period of 2003 to, what was it, 2012, 2013 when they all retired. Mm-hmm. So he was in there and he had it ingrained in him. And that's what that's what was great about him. Because he stayed on for a while then. Mm-hmm. And he got to teach younger players how yeah. to do it. And like I remember his goal against PSG as well. Mm-hmm. From the corner. You wouldn't expect him to score goals. Because mm-hmm. that's the type of player he was. He, he wouldn't score goals. Yeah. But he scored that night. And it was a vital away goal. I think end up, end up losing the end of Louise header. Yeah. But look, uh, I love John Obi McKell. Always have, always will. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching John Obi McKell in like the Confederations Cup. You know, did you ever see the Confederations yeah, Cup? Yeah, so yeah. it's before the World Cup, whatever. All the winners. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was playing the 10 for Nigeria. And I was, I was so surprised. But the way he played, he's such good football. He was a really good footballer. I really enjoyed him. So, great show again. Yeah. Nigerian Prince. Nigerian Prince, John Obi Mikel. Anyway, I think he's in politics, actually. Yeah. I, 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 I think he's, run run. he's running for something. Yeah, I think... Well, he, he ran a lot, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he ran his bollocks off, and now he's running for president. Yeah. I hope he gets it. We oh. are John Obi loyal. Only fans support John Obi. We're holding our hands up in unison right now. So and what, you're number two. Has to be the one and only Michu. For anyone, anyone, I know it's a, it's an audio po- podcast or audio. I don't know what I'm saying, but like I'm doing Michu celebration behind the microphone here. What a player! What a player! That one great team. That one great team. I think Swansea won the cup with him. Yeah, didn't yeah. yeah. This is what I'm saying. He, he ca- came in right, and I was like Michu. Who the fuck like? <laughs> and he was just a baller. He just came in. I think he had 13 goals and eight assists that season. Won the league cup with Swansea, which. That was Swansea's first and only ever major cho- trophy. Yeah. Which is great accomplishment. And then, like, another reason for me is, did you ever see, you know, obviously Erling Haaland, his football idol is Michu. Really? Yeah. Did you ever hear that? No, I didn't He know. said in an interview before 
that he would like to meet Michu to say thanks because he would not be a footballer without Michu. It's a great story, isn't it? That's a great story, yeah. yeah. So that's I just think Michu um like you'd have those odd fellas who had Michu in from the start on Fantasy Premier League. Oh, yeah. And they'd score about 30 points in one yeah. weekend. Because he'd just score loads of hat-tricks and stuff. Yeah. And you wouldn't be expecting him to do no, something like that from the start. But he was stuck in from the start. Yeah. And then he ended up leaving the end of the season. Yeah. He? He, was, he, he kind of fell out of form and they left. Yeah. Bit of a sad ending. What a fucking what a player. cameo. You know what? We'll give him a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your number one? My number one is Dimitar Berbatov. Wow. What a show. Yeah. I just think he was such an elegant player. Yeah. So laid back. A lovely player to watch. Didn't really get any any of the plaudits. Mm-hmm. But he came from Spurs and he went to United. Yeah. And he scored a heap of goals for them. Yeah. And then I remember watching him towards the end of his career and he was playing for Monaco against Arsenal. Yeah. He was and he absolutely run amok. Yeah. And he was a slow bastard, yeah. but he ran a muck. He just slowed the game down yeah. to his pace. Without that's a, I don't know what I ever seen in the past. I think Skulls passed him. He was against Blackpool, and like Skulls was passing out to the fullback, and Berbatov was like standing innocuously there, and he just like leans over, puts his leg back, and takes it out of the sky. I know the type of player he was. He's such a graceful player. Yeah, and, and scored great goals. Like he wouldn't be mentioned even for United fans as well. He wouldn't mm. be mentioned as one of their top. Top yeah. players. Even I remember my dad. who was he'd be a a fickle United fan. You know, okay. he'd, he'd, he'd dip in and out of it. Mm. So he'd come in and he'd, he'd be like, ah. "I'd say he's over now." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or every United fan's over now. <laughs> no, but he, he likes United. So yeah. he'd come in and you watch United, and he'd pick out Berbatov, and he'd be like, "He's shy, he's so slow on the ball." Yeah, yeah. But it, he's the type of player. He's just a bit lethargic. Yeah. But if you actually style. if you watch him, he's just the way he plays. lazy. Yeah, but it's beautiful to watch. Yeah. I, I love Berbatov that's a solid top 5 so which do you want to run through it real quick before I go to my number 1 so my top 5 is Adair Charlie Adam G. Son Park Mikhail John Obi and Dimitar Berbatov <laughs> he's from 5 aside yeah that'd be a hell of a and then me up front 6 aside <laughs> I'll jump in goal make it a 7 aside <laughs> so my number 1 and surely you know what it is do I have to tell you You'll know by now on me. You'll know what my number one is. It's Divock, isn't it? It's Divock Origi. Origi, pick for drops out. Divock Origi, man. I think that if if you look up the term cult hero on the in the Oxford English Dictionary, a picture of Origi scoring against everything comes up. What a man! Uh, look, come here. I, I can't and sing his praise enough. I, I you were at that him. game, weren't you? I was at that game. This is one. Th- See the way we were talking about earlier about the FAI Cup final last against Sligo being the worst, one of the worst football memories I have. Right. One of the best to have is that derby. And everything played us off the park. Everything were unbelievable that day. Couldn't score. They couldn't, you know, you know what I mean? They couldn't finish their dinner. They were shy. And then Origi's lining up. And we had Napoli, like, the week coming for the Champions League. Now, this is the season we won Champions League. And, uh, so Klopp was kind of like rotating players or whatever and Origi hadn't been on the bench I'm pretty sure all season maybe once but he hadn't played so when Origi came on and Origi actually has a great record against Everton before this which is funny you know what I mean it's as if Klopp went oh he scored against Everton before go on throw him on and I said to Dave we were sitting in the stadium and Dave's sitting here now I was like if Origi scores I am running around this place because he's not scoring I thought he was brutal he, you know he still is brutal but he's, he's the love of my life <laughs> 
comes on, Pickford couldn't catch it, Origi scored. And I swear to God, you throw in the goals in the final, the goals against Barcelona, the goals against Everton, every single thing that he's done is memorable. You know what I mean? And I would genuinely like, for me, see the way you were talking about Park being a uh, United legend, yeah. I'd have Origi as a Liverpool legend. Never mind Colt Hero, I love him. So he's my number one Colt Hero in, what, what would you call them? Quotations? What yeah. were they called? Um, yeah, I love the man. I genuinely love him so much. So that's, that's my top five. Will I run through mine? Yeah, run through yours. So my top five were Jesus Navas, Hitoshi Nakata, Max, Maximiliano Rodriguez, Michu and Divock Origi. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Those are our top five cult heroes. And we put we actually put it out to the public as well. We said, who are your cult heroes? So will I read a few, a few right now? Yeah, of course. So we have first when we mentioned them earlier, Monaghan's own sending... McCaig. McCaig. <laughs> he said Olivier Giroud. I think that's a good one. I think Olivier Giroud would get in the cult heroes. <laughs> that's a foil. It's a foil. It's a throw-in. It's a foil. Now, Senan said Olivier Giroud. And Giroud's a you know, beautiful man, a beautiful footballer. <laughs> so we've no qualms with that. We actually we got one of, the, one of the things said, sorry for the spam, love the podcast. We got a few. We actually got two or three people saying that. Right. And one of them was uh, from Joey Darcy. Shout out, Joey, for sending the love. He said, Paolo De Canio. JJ Okocha, so nice they named it twice. Um, Diego Forlan, I think that's a great oh, one. Oh, yeah. Eric Jemba Jemba, and then what Thomas Gravison. They're all good players. Eric Jemba Jemba wasn't great now, but I suppose cult hero status would he would be referred to. We had Tom, who just purely went with Celtic players, which I, you're wearing Celtic top right now, so we can't really say anything bad. But he said Henrik Larson, Scott Brown, Musa Dembele, and Shinsuke Nakamura, you fucking double. And he didn't say Odson. No, he didn't say Odson anywhere. I love Odson. And then we had Eno. He he picked a lot of Premier League stalwarts. Well, soon to be Premier League stalwart. Pontus Janssen of Brentford. Obviously, he ain't sports leads, so he's with Leeds. Yeah. He has Martin Gamps Pedersen. What a player. Wonderful left foot. I think there's something graceful about left foot players. He had Benny McCarthy. And see the way Dave said earlier about Peter Crouch and Jermaine Paul being one. Yeah. I think Ian put this as one. He put Denver Bar and Papa Cissé. <laughs> That's a great show. Yeah, that's were, a great show. They were a great partnership. And then, last but not least, I don't, I, I'm not going to read all of them, but we had just one. We had Jerry saying, Nanny. What do you think Nanny is? He a cult hero? <laughs> now, <laughs> Nanny the footballer, not, not, not your Nanny. Like, you know what I mean? Well, I thought he said his own Nanny. <laughs> she was a great footballer today, as far as now, I know. Personally, Nanny, in my opinion, he's a bit of an Aiden McGeady. Oh well, okay. All sizzle, no steak. That's oh, the way right. I seen him. He was an on and off player. Definitely, it's a medium word. Had his good, had his good days, had his bad days. Yeah. that's the way he was. You know, I remember same I remember. as Aidan McGeady. Those sure. two goals against Georgia. Oh, the torn yeah. his right foot on the, on the left foot. Finn. He was against Georgia. Yeah, 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 Georgia. Actually, outside show for a cult hero, Aidan McGeady. Yeah, true. What do you mean? What about his time in Sunderland? Did you ever see the Sunderland documentary? Yeah, and it's like. Christ the Redeemer himself is coming on the pitch in the playoff final and all these people are hanging on hanging on Ed McGeady here he comes and he does nothing and he loses. <laughs> it's great TV it's brilliant is that Sunderland till I die yeah yeah, yeah check it out man if you haven't Sunderland till I die <laughs> I'm Sunderland till I die I know I am I'm sure I am I'm Sunderland till I die thanks very much everyone for submitting their cult or not their cult heroes their get it out suggestions for this Absolutely. week we'll be back again um, 
at some stage this week. I'll put them up and people can vote. And then I'll put up the Hall of Fame as well. And I'll put up another suggestion box as well. Right, everyone. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of the Only Fans Football Podcast. For the fans, by the fans. Number two in the bag. Number two in Ireland, the podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, uh, if you did enjoy the podcast, please follow the Instagram, follow the Spotify, subscribe to the YouTube, and the rest. We'll be hoping to get it on Apple Podcasts soon. Like well. sharing all that good stuff as well. We'd appreciate that, wouldn't yeah, we? We'd appreciate it, share. Mm. Share it around with your mate. Share it around with. Uh, look, like I told lads more today, I was like, here, listen, li- listen, to, pod- listen to the intro. Yeah. And then they listen to the intro, and I go, Share it with your mate. You know what it is? Share it with your nanny. Intro gets people hooked. Everyone yeah. fucking loves Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Don't they? And everyone loves uh, Martin Luther King and yeah. the junkie. He says, Annie Cats. <laughs> Annie Cats! I think that's going to say that every week, aren't we? <laughs> but uh, no, share it with anyone you know. Spread the word. That's the most important thing. More than even put it on your Instagram story. Spread the word. Yeah. That, that would help tremendously. Absolutely. So that's it. Thanks very much. And Godspeed.